Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yeah. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yeah. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yeah. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yeah. yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yeah. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yeah. Do you follow these laws? Thank you. 
choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I heard Satan. Two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. We know we got to, y'all. We know we have to make that choice, right? So, if we're going to make that choice, ain't it, ain't, wouldn't it be a good idea if we... All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. Before we make our choices, wouldn't it be a good thing for us to go ahead and learn? All right? We, should we learn first? Let's learn what, what, what the righteous of the most I is. Let's learn what is right and good in the eyes of the Father. So that as we have, we're, we're faced with these choices, we got, as we have to choose, we can do it the right way. So one, one more time. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. Shalom, 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 shalom. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHBK Bible Talk Podcast. My name is Mashaba, one of the teachers. Did you say with the network of schools with the ISBHPK? I'd like to welcome you to our to our podcast, to our show. I remind you that our 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 podcast, our ISBHPK Bible Bible Talk podcast, you can listen to us live Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to noon um, Central Standard Time, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba, or you can call in at to Eric code six four six 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 eight two five six eight. Again, that's area code 646-668-2568. Uh, check out our live shows, our live streams uh, that we do on this podcast, uh, Mondays through Thursdays from 10 a.m. to about noon Central Standard Time. Then we come back again on Friday nights, Friday evenings, uh, with the Brother Barnabai, the, 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 his Bible Talk uh, class from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Again, Central Standard Time, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Again, you can call in live. Monday through Thursday um, from 7 to 10. Give me one second, y'all. My, my son just texted me. One second, y'all. I, I, I do need to get this. Wow, that that was that was a surprise. My my son coming at this time. All right, um, as I was saying, uh, Eric code six four six 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 eight two five six eight. Monday through Thursday, you can you can reach out and you can catch either myself on Mondays, uh, Priest Tazafar on Tuesdays. Uh, then I come back with classes on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, Eric code six four six 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 eight two five six eight. Send a text out live stream every Monday through Thursday from ten a.m. to twelve noon. Um, Monday through Thursday, and then again Friday nights, uh, seven from seven p.m. to nine p.m. To check out uh, uh, the brother Bonabad, who, who does Friday night uh, Bible breakdowns. Again, six four six 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 eight two five six eight. Um, 
Cool, that's some good news. Uh, so, so check us out, all right, here on, on Bible, ISBHBK, uh, Bible Talk. We do have school locations in San Antonio, Houston, Texas, Nova, Virginia, and Rochester, New York. Our school here in, 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 um, in San Antonio, let me pull that, why is it hiding from me? Our school here in San Antonio is, is set up by uh, the, uh, the brother of Warner Iyer. Uh, you can contact him. The priest of contact is Warner Iyer. Um, you can reach him at area code 210-862-2643. The school address for here in San Antonio is 4444 Walsam, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. Um, we're also, not only do we have the school there, um, but also the offices for On The Mark Move. Um, if you'd like to help support the truth going on here in San Antonio and support the school here in San Antonio, we ask you to please visit the school uh, when they have classes, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. or Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Um, or if you need uh, want to help support the school, but you need help moving. Again, there's a <clears throat> licensed, insured, and bonded moving company that's been established to help uh, take care of the rent for the school here in San Antonio, as well as provide employment for, for several brothers, for the brothers here in San Antonio to help keep this truth going and help, help, help us unify and keep things going. Now, so please check out the school, visit the school here in San Antonio, 4444 Walsam, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. Um, contact Warner Iyer at 210-862-2643 or Brother at 505-387. 9609. Whenever the school here in San Antonio does have classes, um, they, they broadcast on YouTube. Uh, and again, that's uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at ISBHPK San Antonio. That's uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays um, from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, on ISBHPK YouTube that you might be able to uh, check the classes out live that way as well. And then on Saturdays, they have a Sabbath service. They start at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. All this can be viewed at ISBHBK um, uh, San Antonio. Uh, they have an, another way you can help support the school here in San Antonio is by visiting Rolling Oaks Mall and checking out the kiosk um, c- called Eastern Fragrances, where you can get the latest in your perfume and cologne oils. Uh, when you smell good, you feel good. Uh, for sense for the mind, body, and soul, uh, please check them out because proceeds from Eastern Fragrances go to help support not only the employment for families here in San Antonio, uh, connected with the school, but as well as keeping the school going and running here in San Antonio. So we ask that you uh, check them out, um, help support, and keep the truth going here in San Antonio. If you have any donations you'd like to help the school here in San Antonio with, as far as Bibles, computers, um, uh, encyclopedias, apocryphas, uh, print paper, um, uh, printer cartridges, printers, computers, laptops, um, uh, cars, uh, anything that might be able to help this truth, uh, help reach more people, help be able to transport more people uh, uh, to the school, please reach out, again, uh, 4444 Walsam, uh, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218, or reach out to your brother of war or brother Sam Shawan, uh to arrange uh, your donation uh, being picked up or what have you, or arrange your drop off, all right? Anything from food pantries uh, um, um, or, or what have you, anything you'd like to do to help promote or help help, help the truth or help people in the truth, please contact me. Contact them here in San Antonio. For our schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester, please check out our website at isbhpk.com. Please check out the website at isbhpk.com. 
Um, we have links to all of our schools. Um, our, one of our schools being in Houston, which is located at 231 FM 1092 in Stafford, Texas, 77477, being the, um, the address there. Uh, the, the priest of contact for Houston would be Priest Quatazat, and you can reach him at area code 303-557-8979, and they have classes Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., again, Central Standard Time, and then on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., and Saturdays starting at 10 a.m., all Central Standard Time and in the Central Standard Time Zones. Uh, you can catch them on YouTube as well at ISBHBK YouTube, ISBHBK Houston um, on, on the YouTube channels to watch their live classes as well. We have a school in Norfolk, Virginia, located at 2610 Granby Street, Norfolk, Virginia, 23517, being the address there. The person contact, the priest of contact for, for Norfolk will be Priest Kazakia. You can reach him at area code 757-300-4047. Uh, uh, for the school information and for any donations that you'd like to help the Norfolk School out with. Uh, they have classes. You can watch them live on Facebook Live every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, that's Tuesdays and Thursdays on Facebook Live from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on Fridays, um, ISBHBK Norfolk. Uh, ISBHBK Norfolk on YouTube, the YouTube channel, ISBHBK Norfolk. Uh, Fridays from 7 p.m to 9 p.m., and then on Saturdays, um, ISBHBK Norfolk, you can catch the Sabbath ceremony, catch the Sabbath service. That does start at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time uh, to be able to log in and see what's going on there in Norfolk. Uh, there are the schools in Rochester, New York, uh, which is located at uh, 1600 Lyle Avenue, suite, no- suite number 1A in Rochester, New York, area code 14606. The person of contact in Rochester is Priest Zion Allah, or Priest Zion. You can reach him at area code 757-762-3917. Again, area code 757-762-3917. They're doing some great work up there in Rochester. They're really, it's really starting to grow, and they can really use your support. Uh, you can check out uh, the, 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 the class in Rochester every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube, starting from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then on Saturday starting at 10 a.m. So we invite you to check that out. And if you go to isbhbk.com, um, our website, you, uh, all this information is there, uh, including links to Chose Creations, um, Sweet Ambiance, and Israelware. And you can also reach those on Chose Creations, uh, Etsy.com, uh, to check out the latest in home decor, uh, personalized jewelry, or what have you. That's, that, that, that's, that's Custom engraved, check them out there for Chose Creations. Sweet Ambiance provides employment also for, for families in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester. Uh, Sweet Ambiance, where you can get the latest in, in uh, uh, bath oils, uh, homemade soaps, uh, the greatest beard oils produced on the planet, uh, perfume cologne oils, uh, uh, candles. They're really doing it big there on Sweet Ambiance. Check them out. And also Israel. And you can reach Israel also on Israel um, Facebook. Where if you need a garment made, man, women, man, woman, or children, check them out from head scarf, from head to toe, from head scarves uh, down to uh, trinkets, to shoes, to socks, whatever. Check them out. Get get fringed up. Get get your gear up. Uh, every garment is is handmade. So check them out um, uh, um, on isbhbk.com. 
with links to Israel. All right. For our schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester, the the I'm just gonna read what they have here. It says, "Yes, we need your help." All right. Um, ISBHPK uh, holds classes seven days a week. Each month, ISBHPK spends around five thousand nine hundred dollars. All right, to keep these three schools just in, just in Houston. Norfolk and Rochester going, your help is needed. Your donations are needed, all right? Um, rents for the three locations comes to $4,450. To keep just the lights going for the three locations is $850. And to keep the Internet, so we might be able to keep the classes going, um, is $600 between the three locations. So your donations are deeply appreciated and needed. Um, and you can reach them at the Wells Fargo account. Uh, they have a Zelle or Zelle account uh, and also Cash App. Now, there's also a cash app where you can make donations to to help with this monthly rent, this, this monthly um, uh, requirement uh, between the three schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester. Um, ISBHBK ISB, San Antonio, they obviously need your help also. Please go to the school and contact them or contact Priest um, uh, or Warner or Sam Shawan to, to help, 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 help us uh, get this truth out. All right, please help us uh, get this truth out. If you're in the um, Albuquerque area, uh, we invite you to contact the brother um, Aisha White Desire. Please contact the brother Aisha White Desire, and you can reach him at area code 505-218-4218. One hell of a brother, outstanding brother, loving brother, charitable brother. Check him out. Give him a call, 505-218-4218. If you're in the Albuquerque area, it's all good. All right, it's all good. Uh, if you'd like to help out, support the uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk Blog Talk Podcast, uh, you can send donations to, uh, to me on Cash App at Mashaba, uh, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A on, on Cash App, or Google Wallet, um, which is uh, Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, 575 at gmail.com. Uh, donations are appreciated to keep the, the podcast going. Uh, we do appreciate it, all right? We definitely do appreciate it. Our only other announcements we have going, going on, well, not only, but some announcements we'd like to make people aware of at this time is we do have the second Passover coming up here this Sunday, all right, here in San Antonio at the Upstage Comedy Lounge, located at 4441 Walls and Road, San Antonio, Texas, 7218. It's right across from, it's right across from the school. It's directly in, in the plaza across the street, across Walls and from where the school is at. It's the Upstage Comedy Lounge. Um, RSVPs are no longer being accepted um, in standing room only. I'm not going to say not to show up. You might be able to uh, stand at the door and still be able to congregate. There's going to be plenty of people going in and out. Uh, so come just check it out. Again, uh, 4444 Walsham Road, San Antonio, Texas, 7218. Um, this Sunday, all right, this Sunday, May 14th, 2023, at the Upstage Comedy Lounge. And then we have next week, we have uh, Pentecost, all right? And observing uh, April 5th, Sunday, April 5th, being the, um, when we started the sundown, and try to keep some type of cohesion or unity with the brothers from the Masharaya Sha'ala, including um, uh, Ambassador of Christ, including Light of Zion, in, in, including House of David, including 12 tribes, and the ISBHBK, uh, uh, that please join us uh, when we observe Passover, uh, April 5th, the first Passover, April 5th, that 50 days from that time, is going to be May 20th, Saturday, May 20th, 2023, will be Pentecost, right? It will be the day of Pentecost. 
uh, we invite you to come congregate. Uh, in San, if you're in San Antonio, come to the school. Uh, come to the school and observe Pentecost with, with the families here in San Antonio, as well as uh, the second Passover being held May 14th, a week later. Uh, come and join us at, on the Sabbath for Pentecost or any of the schools, uh, wherever location you might be near or around. We definitely have Pentecost coming up, one of the th- three high holidays on the Most High, according to Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16. Just check it out, y'all. Just check it out, all right? <clears throat> and then last but certainly not least, uh, coming up May 21st, 2023, which will be next Sunday. A lot of things coming up in these next two weeks. Um, Sunday, May 21st, 2023, we have the wedding of Ari, uh, Ariel Shalomoth and his wife, Kaliah. They will be exchanging um, Hebrew wedding vows um, next Sunday, uh, May 21st, 2023, at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center, all right, at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center, located on the second floor of Rolling Oaks Mall, located on the far end where the Sears wing used to be at, where you find the, uh, the um, a remote control race race car track located in the mall on the second floor. The, the event center is that place right in front of the remote control um, uh, racetrack. Uh, please come come join uh, Aria and his wife Kalaya as, as, as for this wedding celebration, wedding uh, feast that, that that is going to be observed next Sunday, May twenty first, two thousand and twenty three. All right. Um, this is the time I like to. Uh, do prayer requests. I'd like to acknowledge those. Um, uh, we know all Israel, all believers are in need of prayer, but at this time, we have a special prayer request for those uh, who just need a little, a little extra. Um, it doesn't hurt. Uh, to the brother uh, Thalmar Mercha and his wife Waradaya here in San Antonio, um, as he was, as there was some diagnosis, some some health crisis diagnoses that were that were given, um, and we pray. We asking for prayers for them. And their faith uh, remains strong and their spirits remain strong as they're dealing with some of the, the um, uh, health infirmities and health crises that, that they, they're being afflicted with at this time. So please uh, keep uh, the brother Thawam, Racha, and Waradaya, uh, their whole family, in your prayers as they're going through some trying times right now. We ask that you uh, uh, continue prayers going up for the brother John Spann. Uh, continue prayers going up for the brother John Spann, who was diagnosed with, some, with a severe um, health, health crisis. And we ask that the Most High strengthen his spirit, uh, strengthen his belief in the scriptures, strengthen, strengthen his faith in the Most High, and bring him through the, the infirmities and, and the crisis that he's being afflicted with at this time. We also have continued prayers going up for, for Miss Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes, um, as she was, has been, was diagnosed. And as in, she's actually in recovery, but we want to uh, continue that. She's not out of the woods yet, but we want to continue to send up prayers for her that the Most High will finally go ahead and deliver her um, from the, this last bit of, uh, um, uh, of what she's going through and strengthen her faith um, and, and her resolve in the Scriptures, in the Most High, as she's dealing with, the, with some of the issues that she's dealing with. Um, some good news. I, got a, I did get a text from Sister Becky up there in Albuquerque. Um, the brother Daryl uh, has recovered. Um, the, the infection and everything has, 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 has definitely healed, healed itself. So we want to thank everybody for the prayers that they have sent up uh, for them, um, and that yes, they are definitely are recovering and recovered from some of the things that they're dealing with. Uh, we want to continue continue prayers going up for the entire Lovett family, my in-laws, um, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, 
my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and my nieces and nephews-in-laws, they are really going through a lot. From, I'm, I'm not going to get into specifics, but they're really being stricken with a lot of things right now. So we want to continue to send up prayers that their faith and belief in the scriptures, their faith and belief in the Most High, um, will continue to grow and get stronger in the scriptures, and that the Most High might, might, might recover them, help them recover from some of the, the health issues, of the many health issues that the entire loving family is being struck with. All right, with that in mind, we'd also send continue prayers for the Coates family. All right, we're going to continue to send prayers uh, for the Coates family, that their, uh, their faith in the scriptures uh, and in the most, and that their spirits might grow stronger in their faith and belief in the scriptures and in the most high, that they might be recovered from many of the health uh, elements and infirmities that they're being struck with, that they might be, uh, most I will recover them from what they're going through and really strengthen their spirits, minds, and, and souls in the scriptures and in their faith towards the most high. Uh, we want to keep uh, the brother Kazakia and sister uh, Shawashana, uh in our prayers as they're dealing with some, some health issues right now. And the most I will help them keep their spirit strong and their faith strong as they're, they're going through some of the uh, infirmities they're being struck with at this time. And the most I will recover them uh, as well. But in the meantime, for everybody we're praying for, keep their spirit strong. Keep them going. Get it. The, spirit, the scripture does tell us that um, the spirit can deal with any infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. And so, so we pray that as everybody's going through some type of infirmity or some type of, of crisis or some type of, of, of issue, that the most high keeps, that the most high's, uh, uh, the faith in the most high, the faith in the scriptures does keep everybody's spirit strong as they're going through some of the things that they're going through. All right, so continue prayers going up for the brother Kazaki and his, and his wife right now, uh, Shawashana, uh, and the most I would help them recover from some of the things that, that they're going through at this time right now as well. Um, continue prayers for the brother Thahawam Mayam in, in Houston. Many of y'all might see Thahawam. You might remember him from um, ISBHBK Houston, where he was really one of the forefront brothers, teachers, priests uh, for the Hidden Truth uh, uh, cable show. Um, was definitely holding things down uh, as far as class. Many of y'all might even remember him from the mall, being one of the, the, the brothers that was a founder, a pillar that was in the mall as far as, as, as selling for for um, uh, uh, Eastern Oils or for a sweet ambiance. He's been really stricken with a lot of uh, health issues right now as well. The brother's spirit is strong, but we want to continue to pray for him and his family uh, that he might be fully recovered from some of the things that he's going through, uh, that he might make a full recovery. Uh, so we continue prayers for the brother Thawam Mayam there in Houston. At the most I will continue to strengthen his spirit, keep his spirit strong, and, and, and finally help him recover from some of the infirmities that he's being afflicted with at this time as well. Um, then we have the brother Thawam. Many of you might remember uh, the brother Thawam, the, one of the original brothers from the Sword of Truth that was established here in San Antonio back in 1993. Um, they got the actual name in 1993, but they actually got started like in 19, uh, 91. They actually got started like in 1991. Uh, and Julius I was a part of the, that, that original. He was a young man at the time. We actually all were a very young man at the time whose who, 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 who spirit has endured a lot of, a lot of things. Uh, that have happened in, in, in Israel um, and his career as an Israelite. Um, please keep him on your prayer list. And that, uh, that's about a Sahawam from here in San Antonio. 
uh, one of the original members, of, original founders of the Sport of Truth here in San Antonio. Continue prayers going on for him uh, as he's dealing with some health issues. Uh, and then we also want to keep in our prayers the sister Ayana of the wife to brother Owen Iyer. Um, Ayana, if you, when you meet the sister, if you've met the sister, you wouldn't even know she's being afflicted with the afflictions and the infirmities that she's being afflicted with. Great spirit, beautiful spirit, strong spirit, but she is definitely being afflicted with infirmities right now. So we ask and that you put Ayana in your prayers to keep her spirit strong, keep her faith strong, and, and at the most I might go ahead and recover her from some of the health issues and crises that she's going through um, and everybody being well-deserving of our prayers, but we definitely want to send up those prayers for the sister Ayana. Um, again, that the most I might finally fully um, help her recover from some of the health issues and infirmities that she's dealing with, all right? Um, we have a prayer request going out for uh, two special needs children. Um, uh, the baby girl is Cece and the baby girl Aliyah. Uh, Cece is, is the daughter, a special needs daughter of, of Brother Tazapa. Uh, continue, continue, continue prayers for her and for, and for her family as she has a special needs child and that the most I would be with her and finally help recover, help her recover from what she's being afflicted with. We know through the power of Christ, all things are possible. So we want to uh, continue prayers for Cece and for Aliyah, um, uh, the brother Bonabad's daughter, um, who's had um, a, a special needs child. Uh, but has a great spirit, always laughing, always smiling, always in, in, in a good mood, but is definitely dealing with some health issues also. So please add to your prayer request um, to the Father uh, for uh, baby Cece. She's not even a baby no more. But for, for Cece and for Aliyah, um, uh, two special needs children that are deserving of our prayers as well, that the most high will recover them and keep their families and their spirit strong as they're dealing with some of the things they're dealing with. We also want to add to the prayer list Brother Tazapa. Yes, talks about Tuesdays. Um, everybody's brother, brother, priest, friend, coach, counselor, um, physical trainer, um, uh, Dr. Phil, therapist. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> that brother. We did want to send up prayers for Father Tazapa as he's going through. Um, on, on a personal level, he's going through some things right now. That the most I would continue to keep his spirit strong uh, and enduring, and uh, his faith in the Scripture, his faith in the Most High, and the most I would finally go ahead. Help him to come through um, and recover him from some of the, the, the health things that he happens to be going through right now at this time. And we also want to send up prayers for the brother Quadash Gabar. Right? I've I, I seen his, uh, a post that he put on Facebook. I don't really be, be surfing through Facebook. That's not really my thing. I'll post classes and I'll post scriptures on Facebook, but I really don't be reading anybody's whatever. I don't want to get involved with the politics. I don't want to get involved with the drama uh, personally. But the brother uh, Kadash Gabar, um, he came into the truth as a young man. He was he, he was still in high school. Um, I'm not gonna give him his true age, but the the brother has, has has definitely been in there. As if you check out his Facebook page, you know the brother is deep into archaeology. I mean, some of the pictures he gets and the icons he gets, I don't know where he gets them from. He's got them by the hundreds, if not the thousands, of archaeological pictures proving who the Israelites are and showing. Of pictures and archaeology that we left of ourselves all over the world. My brother's doing a great job when it comes to that. Um, but I seen that on his Facebook page that he was asking for prayers as he's dealing with some things right now. So we ask that that you um, do put into your prayer request and, and prayer list the brother Quadash Gabar. 
um, who was who going through through um, some some issues right now, that the Most High would strengthen his spirit, strengthen his faith, um, and it helped him to endure until the Most High does, finally does recover him from what he might be going through. All right? So if you'd like to have anybody added to, the, to, to a, a prayer request, our prayer request list uh, that we're putting out, uh, please text me. Uh, text the name to uh, my phone number, Eric code 210-784-8463, and I can add, uh, continue adding names um, to the prayer request. And also, if you have any updates for, uh, for anybody that is on the prayer request, please let me know as well. So please text me the names at area code 210-784-8463. Uh, uh, put the name, just put prayer request. All right? Uh, just put the name for prayer request, and I'll make sure that he added to the list here so that we can keep him in our prayers at the most I might might send uh, Michael and the angels um, uh, to, to surround, to protect, to strengthen, to heal, to help, um, to support um, anything uh, that anyone who does need these, these extra prayers sent up, that the most I might, might fulfill that. All right? So with that, brothers and sisters, thank you all for that. And, you know, I kind of like today. Today we kind of got through this this kind of quick, a, a little quicker, which is, to me is, is is not a good thing, but it's something I am working on. As much as I say that I, I don't want to <laughs> – as much as I say that I'm not trying to um, – uh, I don't care about how long the, the introductions take or whatever, uh, I do be conscious of it. Also, you know, I won't be saying nothing about it. I'm obviously conscious about it. But we got through this a little bit faster today. We got through it a little bit quicker today. Um, so what I'm going to do, though, um, as, as, as is becoming my routine right now, I'm going to take a, a quick um, intermission. I'm going to take a quick intermission, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to continue with our class. Now, believe it or not, it's funny. This is not, not funny, funny, like, ha-ha, like Joe Pesci, but ironically, we are on part 15 of the Christ the Passover. We are on part 15 of the Christ the Passover, but then we're actually at part 9, just dealing with the mind of Christ, y'all. We're at part nine, just dealing with that, and that really looking at and examining. And right now, we're examining and going through the 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 crucifixion. We're going through through the passion of the Christ, and we're going through it scripturally. And we're just taking it as my name means. My name is Mashaba, as Brother Gabar likes to remind me a lot of times. My name is Mashaba, and, and the word uh, Mashaba is Hebrew for to draw out. And it's, I draw stuff out. I pull stuff out. Um, sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a bad way, but I pull stuff out. So we're just really trying to investigate and get into the mind of Christ and what he was really facing and what was really going on, some of the dynamics uh, uh, behind what, what we read about, but really getting into just from taking, taking it from just being words on a page, but to really get into what was going on to really get into and examine what was happening and, and why what Christ went through was so important, that Christ went through what he went through to leave us an example, to leave the Israelites an example um, of what the right choice is, that we know if everybody's got choices and we do, then what's the right choice? How do we know the right choice is? And, and the right choice for Christ as we're doing this examination the right choice of Christ was not to make the choice not to please or ease or find comfort for himself. 
that that was the right choice. As we're examining this and we're going through this and we're, uh, and we're getting this study going, to come back and see and realize that from the days of Adam up until Christ, what, what was every man's decision? What has been the world's decision? That when we, from Adam in the very beginning, he chose, he, he heard the words of God, he knew what, what he was supposed to do, he knew what God expected, uh, but then he was given a choice. And you either continue to follow what God said, or do you do what you think is now wise? And Adam chose his wife and what she presented to him and by what was presented to her by the serpent. That In that choice, Adam could have just said, no, I choose not to follow you, Eve. The father said this, I'm going to choose the most high. But in that instance, we see where Adam chose his wife. We see where his wife, instead of choosing Adam and what the father showed them, she chose to follow somebody besides her husband. She chose to follow somebody besides Adam, who she was supposed to be a help for. She chose the serpent. And then brought that wisdom, as what the scripture says, to her husband. And then Adam chose what his wife brought to him instead of choosing the father. And from that point, that period, throughout, throughout the history of, of the Bible, all the way up to the time of Christ, we see where people have only made decisions and choices based on what they figured was wisdom, what pleased them, what was convenient for them, what was comfortable for them, as opposed to choosing not to follow that, but, but to follow what God wanted, to follow God's will, um, to follow the way of the, of, of the Father. So we had too many examples from Adam all the way up to the time of Christ of mankind, of, 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 of that chosen seed, continually choosing what pleases them, what's convenient for them. Well, um, uh, choosing things according to their own imagination, uh, choosing things according to what they've come up with and what they figure to be wisdom, convenient, more comfortable, more pleasurable, um, more easier um, in following the ways of and, and what they came up with as opposed to sticking to the guidelines the Father gave. But mind you, as we're going through this also, it was a choice. God gave us his guidelines and what he was expecting. And now, which one are we going to choose? Are we going to choose what is more convenient and easier, profitable for ourselves, or are we going to choose to keep on the path that the Father laid down? That ultimately is going to lead to the ultimate bliss, the ultimate um, euphoria, the ultimate happiness, the ultimate health the ultimate um, uh, of everything, to enjoy everything that the Father created. Remember, from the beginning, God did not create death. That, that was not the purpose of creating mankind, just so we could die. Remember that death only came in because of sin. That's why death came in, because we chose sin and the wages of sin being death. But before that time, when he said, let us make man in our image, does God die? Did the angels die? No. And as long as we were doing things in the Father's image and God's image, we weren't supposed to be dying. Facing the sicknesses and diseases and, and, and now the hard work that, we, that, that, we, that um, is, is being laid upon us, this is not the way of living that the Father had established for us, but because we chose sin. 
We chose what felt good to us, what looked good to us, what seemed easier or more convenient or, again, as what was told to Eve when, when it was presented to Eve, it was uh, something desired to make one wise. That it was going to give her some wisdom that was going to be greater than what the father was presenting. That somehow it was wisdom that was greater than what Adam had presented from the Most High. This way must be wiser. And again, what made it wiser? It was more convenient. It was more convenient. It was more convenient. Um, instead of sticking to the Father's order and his discipline, now you can do things your way according to what you want to get done and still reap the benefit, so-called benefits of uh, uh, quick money, fast money. Um, you know, as they say, not all money is good money. What's the quickest way? What's the quick route? Knowing that the Father is a God of patience. The Father is a God of, 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 of long-suffering. But how can I get mine now? How can I satisfy my cravings? How can I satisfy my, my lust? How can I satisfy what I'm after right now? Instead of choosing the way that takes patience, instead of choosing the way that takes a minute to develop, how can I satisfy what I'm after, what I want now, and I'm choosing now? And that's what's been fostering in water for such a long time, that Christ had to come back and now come and show us that if we want to be delivered from sin, we can't keep choosing what we think is wise, what we think is, is, is proper or convenient or, or uh, less pleasurable. We've got to choose where we have to deny ourselves. We're going to have to use some discipline. And it can't be about us. So that was the example that Christ gave us in going through the, the crucifixion when he went through it. Going through the passion of the sufferings that he went through was to give us an example that, yes, it can be done. That obviously he was being hit with the same temptations to, to want to cater to self, the same temptation to want to take matters in his own hands, the same temptations to, to, to uh, want to stick to his routine. But he denied himself and denied all those things and left us that example. So I'm going to take this, uh, this, this, this uh, intermission, and when I finish with this, we're going to come back and continue on, on with this class. So please stay tuned. Thank you for your continued patience. Please stay tuned, stay locked in, and we will certainly be right back. All right? So let me get this here. Back to life, back to reality. Here we go.
Alright, alright, alright. You're gonna learn today. Alright, 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 alright. Uh, I'm being joined by the brother Gabar Kawa. Shalom, 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 sir. Yahweh Baha Shami Al Shabakata. Shalom, sir. Yahweh Baha Shami Al Shabakata. All right. Uh, uh, so getting into this class. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice. Always good hearing yours. Always good hearing yours. Uh, you know, scripture always says two are better than one, and I, I'm a, I'm definitely a believer in that. I'm definitely a believer in that. Um, scripture I wanted, I wanted I did want to begin with uh, today is First uh, Peter. Uh, chapter 2, we're going to start verse 19. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, 19. We're going to read 19 um, through 25. So we're going to read it kind of quick. You know, I want to get through it. But let, let's, let's, let's start here. 1 Peter chapter 2. Now let me slow down a little bit, make sure I'm, I'm, I'm enunciating. 1 Peter chapter 2, and we're going to start verse 19. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 19 reads, For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience toward the Most High endured grief, suffering wrongfully. So real quick, um, when we look up the word conscious, uh, conscious from according to the Webster's 1828 says internal or self-knowledge. So if a man for conscience or a man for internal or self-knowledge or conscious also being a judgment of right and wrong, so if a man for conscience of self-knowledge or of the judgment of what's right or wrong according to the Most High, again, it says, if a man for conscience toward the Most High, meaning having a self-knowledge of the Most High, having the judgment of what's right or wrong according to the Most High, um, or the faculty, power, or principle within us, which uh, decides on the lawfulness or unlawfulness of our own actions uh, and affections, that if we're considering these things, that if a man for conscience, I'm looking at how the Most High is judging this, not my own judgment of what I think is right or wrong, what I might feel, what my family might feel, what the world might feel is right or wrong, but for a man for that internal self-knowledge of what God says is what's right or what's wrong, how God looks at things. That if a person has developed this, and this is what we're going to find out it was the whole purpose of Christ dying on the cross for us in the first place, that for Christ to be the Passover lamb, well, we understand the Hebrew Israelite culture and the high holidays um, associated with it, especially the Passover, that when we sinned, when the Israelites sinned, according to the, to the sacrificial covenant that was given to us uh, by Moses, when we sinned, there had to be some bloodshed. An animal had to shed his blood. A, an innocent lamb, and you can't get more innocent than than, than a lamb. A lamb has, it doesn't have teeth where it can bite you, um, uh, like a dog or even a rat um, uh, have have their teeth as a defense. Lambs don't have teeth that can defend them. Whereas uh, other animals might have speed: a deer, an antelope, a fox, a rabbit. They might have speed or agility. The way a lamb is built, there is no speed or agility the way a lamb is built. Um, the way other animals, uh, their, their eyes their, uh, might, might be their, their, their best quality, uh, like an eagle or a hawk. 
um, or or an owl, that their vision is their defense. Their their vision is is, is an aid to them. The the vision of a lamb, a, a lamb can only see maybe four feet, if that much, in front of him. So they don't they can't pers- look and see a predator from a mile away. Or uh, that their sense of smell is uh is keen like a like a like a bear or, or even like a dog or or a, hell even a muskrat. That a lamb is one of the most defenseless innocent animals on the planet. And then now when we had when we sinned, that now this animal, this innocent defenseless animal, now must shed its blood because of the choices that we made. That was supposed to give us a sense of a conscience of, of right and wrong, that because of a choice I made, now something innocent had to die, being a lamb. So now when we come back and look at Christ being the lamb of God, being the lamb, uh, the lamb, the Passover lamb, that with his death, that that was supposed to finally now develop a conscience of a sense of what's right and what's wrong, that now an innocent man literally chose to let himself be put to death. He chose to deny himself and shed his blood so that we might develop a conscience of, and now an eternal sense of what's right and what's wrong. That if something innocent has to die because of my choices, let me stop making these choices. I can choose something else that's not involving how I feel, my emotions, my instinct, carnal, rawness. I can now make choices that doesn't that have me resist my own urges, that have me resist my own pleasure. They have me resist my own routines with my mind being on God, with my mind being on Christ. So I'm asking Brother Gabar Kawhi if you can read that scripture for us one more time. Con, First Peter uh, chapter 2 and verse 19 reads, For this is thankworthy, if a man for conscience toward the Most High endured grief, Suffering wrongfully. This is, if a person wants to be thanked, wants the thanks of God. Well, first off, we had to have that conscience on God. And in having that conscience on God, we endure grief, suffering wrongfully. And the suffering wrongfully part here isn't just I'm always innocent, people just mess with me. I'm, uh, it, it, it's, I know at one time it was Dre Day, but now it's, it's me day. That just everybody just 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 attacking me because of, that, because they're jealous of me because because they just don't because because they're not on my level. No, they, that's not what that's not what this reference. This scripture is not re- in reference to that. This scripture is referencing if you really want to be thanked by the Father because your mind, your conscience is toward the Most High, you endure grief, suffering wrongfully. And the suffering wrongfully is what Christ went through. 
when reading about what Christ went through, he was not wrong. And look at what he suffered. Look what he was tempted with to use his own power, to get angry, desperate, from the pain that he was going through and suffering through, that he at any minute could have just snapped and chose to use his power, to lose his mind. And, and to stop what he was going through. Christ was able to go through what he went through because he kept his mind on the most high. I'm not going to choose me. And keeping my mind on the most high, I'm not going to choose me. Because the Father could have chosen himself and deal with the Israelites, deal with humanity. The Father could have chosen himself many times. He could have just erased everything like on some Thanos snap. He could erase everything and just start all over, and who would know better? He could create everything all over again, just restart. He could have snapped, got mad, and just, man, forget this. And not just started with just from the time of Moses, all creation, from, from how we pissed him off before Noah and the flood. From when Adam first came, went off, he could have at that minute said, what? This is what it's going to be about. If it, if it was like a, a video game, reset, restart, but he didn't do that. Where many of us, how, how, how many, I'm showing my age, how many board games got flipped over because we got pissed off at, at, I landed, if it was Monopoly, I landed in jail again. I landed on your boardwalk, and you had three hotels on boardwalk. How many chess games got swiped off the table or checkers? In in our our rage, in our frustration, how many video game consoles got smashed? How many phones get tossed tossed across the room? (laughs) Or whatever you're playing your game on. Just being upset, frustrated, and pissed off. The father didn't do that, though. So in Christ thinking about the father, he was able to endure wrongfully. Not not because he did something, and it was a reaction of something he did. This, This test for Christ was... Are you going to choose you? Like humanity has been doing since the days of Adam. So, verse 19 again. Con, First Peter, the second chapter, verse 19 reads, For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience toward the Most High endured grief, suffering wrongfully. Well, for what glory is it if when you be buffeted, for your faults, ye shall take it patiently. But if, when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with the Most High. This is acceptable with the Most High. There's no glory that if you did something wrong, because a lot of people read this scripture, and again, being the victim, you always want to apply this scripture that if 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 something's going on with you. Is because you're always innocent, and you always you're just you're just being picked on. No, that that's not what the scripture is referring to. But a lot of self righteous uh, 
people that just, just don't want to take no accountability for their own actions, just want to play the blame game, that everybody's getting on me, everybody's doing this, the, the, the car in front of me cut me off because, because uh, they're pissed off, uh, they're just trying to hinder me, uh, uh, me from going anywhere. They knew I was in my, this lane. How come they didn't look out for me? How come they didn't watch out for me? It's all about me. Uh, but you know what? Uh, for, for Christ's sake, I'm going to endure. I'm going to slow down. But, like, okay, what's the but? You're going to run into them with your car? That's the but? That, that you were going to ram me with your car because they was about to cut you off? That, that's not that's not you enduring hardness. That's not you enduring grief. That's you being, unless you just got insurance like that, you ain't doing nothing because, again, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. For what glory is it if when you be, be buffeted for your faults, you shall take it patiently. When you do wrong, you get get corrected for it or, or get have a caliber for when you do wrong, you're supposed to take it patiently. We are supposed to take it patiently. I did wrong. I've done wrong, and it's a consequence of my actions. We reap what we sow. I'm, I'm receiving this because of what I've been doing. If I got cut off in traffic and because the person cut me off because they weren't conscious or being aware or thinking about anybody around them, how many times have I done things not thinking about anybody around me? See, that's never the mindset. It's just the effect of they cut me off being inconsiderate. They cut me off not thinking about me, not looking at me. Well, damn, how many times have you done that to people? Yeah, but, 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 but when I did it, I was in a hurry. So they're not in a hurry? Yeah, but, but, but no, you don't understand that, that is, my car is brand new. I just got it, and I'm trying to protect my car. And they didn't give a damn about it. You ain't did the same thing to others? It's just you're just getting attacked. That's it. Or is this the most I'm trying to show you how selfish you are? How self-centered you've been operating. And now it's happening to you, and you see it's ugly. But most of us don't, don't take it that way. It's like, uh, Texas drivers suck, or whatever city or state you live in, they suck. They ain't, they ain't doo-doo. They ain't shit. They didn't see me coming. They didn't see I had my blinker on. How many times do you operate, you don't give a damn about nobody else? This is all about what you got going on. That's never the next step we take. It's always just, I'm being affected. They're not thinking about me. What about me and my feelings? What about what I'm going through? <coughs> but you know what? I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm going to go ahead and take low. You're a hypocrite. But, again, verse 20, for what glory is it? And when you be buffeted for your faults, you should take it patiently. There is no glory that if you did wrong and get corrected for it and stay patient, there ain't no, the most likely not to give you a pat on the back because you stayed patient because 
you did something stupid and got the consequence. He's not going to thank you for that. You're not going to get a ribbon for participation. It says, but if, when you do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently. This is acceptable with the most high. You are doing right by the most high. I'm going to stress again, by the most high. And you suffer for it, taking it patiently. This is how we get make ourselves acceptable to the most high. Reading on, verse 21. Con. First Peter chapter 2 and verse 21 reads, For even hereunto were ye called. This is because... why we were called into the truth. This is why we were called into the truth. Not because you were such an all-star. Not because you have such a dynamic mind and such a peaceful spirit or such a warrior spirit or such a uh, uh, the gift of gab. You, you were just a shit. That's why the most I just had to call you in. Uh, we were called in to be doing well, and you suffer for it. But don't think that just because you're suffering, if you're suffering because you make stupid decisions, that's not why the most I called you in. Stupid based on, you make decisions based on how you feel like an animal, like a beast. You make decisions based on your emotions. Or you make, beast on, you make decisions on how your family feels, how the world around you feels, how your friends Feel. Thinking about what they're going to say about you How they're going to feel But you ain't getting two thoughts about Well what's the most high thing So now you're suffering Cool That's a, that, Those are consequences of your actions That didn't do the most high But it's when you're doing right by the most high And you're suffering for it And you take that patiently That's how we make ourselves acceptable Because that's what we're called for Verse 21 again please sir Yes, sir. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. This is why we were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. Not take this mentality on, well, since Christ died for my sins, I keep doing the hell I want to keep doing. I can keep thinking how I want to think without a conscience because Christ already died. So I, that gave me carte blanche. No, brother and sister, if that's the thinking, that thinking is wrong. Christ suffered and went through, he went through to give us an example that we should follow his steps. Reading on. On First Peter chapter 2 and verse 22 reads, Who did no sin? Neither was guile found in his mouth. Reading on. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. Read on. Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto the right unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Yeah, we should see the example of what Christ went through to give us a conscience. 
Now they keep making the choices to sin. Now they keep making the choices that just please me. Reading on. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Cool. So with that, I did want to get, 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 get that out the way. Well, not, not out the way, but I, I, I did want to review that. As we continue on from yesterday, yesterday, brothers and sisters, um, if you didn't catch it, uh, you please go to check out ISBHBK Bible Talk on either iHeartRadio uh, podcast, on Google, podca- Google podcast, on uh, what am I missing? Uh, iHeartRadio podcast, podcast addict. Uh, you can go and review any of the, any of the shows that we've done, uh, any one of those platforms, or just go to www.blogtalkradio.com, type in my name, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and uh, our episode page will come up, and you'll be able to keep up with, uh, catch up with any of the shows, any of the podcasts that we've done that you might have missed out on. But yesterday we was going over um, how Christ w- was led uh, from the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, the, so- the soldiers came and picked him up. The Israelite soldiers came and picked him up, took him to uh, Ananias' house first, um, where he received some, some mistreatment, um, some abuse, physical abuse. From there he went to Caiaphas' uh, house, where he suffered much um, uh, disrespect and, and, and abuse. Uh, and then from uh, Caiaphas, uh, and being in front of the Sanhedrin, he was led to Pontius Pilate. Right? We went over all that uh, yesterday. Uh, where did, we, did, we, did we read Luke 23? We did not. We, we, we went there, and then we, I believe we, uh, was it one and two? Actually, we did read. We did, we did read. We, did, we read um, Matthew 27, which is 1 and 2. I remember that, but I think I caught yeah, up we read it. Luke chapter 23, verses 1 through 5. Con. Con. We didn't read it. We didn't read it. Well, we, let's, let's go with that. Now, let's pick up at Luke chapter 23, verses 1 through 5. Luke chapter con. 23, verses 1 through 5. Con. Luke chapter 23. We're going to Luke chapter 23, verses 1 through 5. And we're picking up. Um, uh, from after Christ has been everything that Christ has been through um, it, it's daytime no no we went through that that now we're coming to um, from all the abuse that he took from Israelites and the, the, the self-righteousness of the Israelites uh, how they, we, already, they already, we already conspired against Christ and then the, 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 the council at Caiaphas' uh, house uh, with the Sanhedrin, all 70 of them being there, it became what, what was going to be the most uh, embarrassing, disrespectful, and most painful way for Christ to be killed because they already determined. They, they determined Christ was going to be put to death even before it got to this point. They already conspired against him, and Christ knew it. Christ knew what he was doing. Christ knew it was already being set up and established. Um, according to the, cause the scriptures prophesied, he was going to have to go through this, and it was going to happen. So they conspired. You know what? He has to be crucified. Now remember, this is going from the night sundown to sundown Passover night when the Last Supper happened. From sundown Passover night, having the Passover, uh, singing of the prayers, eating, drinking, singing of prayers, um, sing, singing uh, hymns, then going out to the Garden uh, to uh, the Garden of Gethsemane, past the Creek Kidron, being out there for a couple of hours, praying to the Father, praying to the Most High 
please don't let me go through this. Please don't make this happen. Uh, please let this go for me. For and three times when an angel had to come down and strengthen Christ, and, and and that of what choice he's got to make, that Christ was was the, the anxiety, the angst, the the distress, uh, the mental agony that he was in. He physically, as a man, did not want to go through what he knew the prophecy and the scripture said he was going to go through. He did not want to go through it, but he came to the point where he accepted it. The soldiers came. He put uh. He pushed it back to make sure that the uh, uh, the disciples were able to get free, and that's when the abuse started. Going to Ananias' house, uh, getting slapped and beat around there, uh, going to Caiaphas, uh, the, 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 the judgment being put him to death, and then the, the band of soldiers that was there, they, they, they're spitting and beating on him mercilessly. All Israelites. This before it got to anything to do with the Romans. Then the sun comes up. And now he's led to, to Pontius Pilate. So I, I, I kind of want to keep that timeline also in mind of how this, what's going on and what's actually happening. All right? So let's get to Luke chapter 23 now, verses 1 through 5. Time. Luke chapter 23, and starting at verse 1, reads, And the whole multitude of them arose and led him unto Pilate. And they, be, they began to accuse him, saying, we found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ, a king. Pilate asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, Thou sayest it. Then said Pilate to the chief priests and to the people, I find no fault in this man. And they were the more fierce, saying, he stirreth up the people, teaching throughout all Jewry, beginning from Galilee to this place. So they was really uh, in their self-righteousness. Because remember, from the light of the, 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 the previous night, now we're dealing with the dawn, the sunset of the very next day, we're still within the, the Passover. Right? We're still dealing with the Passover, and we're about to come into uh, the first day of unleavened bread, both days being high holy days. Both days being high holidays, but be conscious of the of, of the of the the time that we're in. That it, it, the morning has now come up, and now Christ is in front of Pilate, and now all these accusations. You got the seventy chief priests and elders, the Sanhedrin. They've got a crowd of people with them, um, being led to 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 where uh, Pilate's house is, um, uh, Hall of Judgment is, and it's 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 damn near a riot taking place. It's rowdy. It's loud. Um, and and the chief priests and the elders and the Sanhedrin, they are getting people stoked about putting Christ to death. And to where Pilate's like, hold up, he ain't did nothing wrong. Why am I, why am I putting him in? He ain't doing nothing wrong. And they're like, no, 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 he's coming against Rome. No, he's telling people not to pay money. He's telling people to, uh, to rise up against, against, um, uh, against the Romans. He's, the, the chief priests, they're trying to really prick the uh, Pontius Pilate. To, to to go ahead and kill Christ, but they want to do it in a way so that their hands, they like they they got nothing to do with this. All the slander, all the all the the the, the lies being talked about against Christ, him being smacked, beaten, spit on. It says with rods, with with with, with uh, double fists, um, uh, just being struck. 
by a band of soldiers that had to be in between 600 and 1,000 soldiers. Christ is going through all this, and they're mocking him. They put a, a mask on his, uh, uh, on his head. They would slap him and be like, these are Israelites now, not the white Romans. Israelites, if you're a prophet, then prophesy who has just hit you. Oh, king. Oh, you got, you, you see the one? Since you've been condemned to death, we want to make it more as, as embarrassing and as, as, as disrespectful as possible from the spitting on the face, from, from the punches that he received. The, uh, again, uh, having his, his beard ripped off his face. Can y'all imagine that type of pain? They ripped his beard off his face. Now, they brought this bloody beaten man to Pontius Pilate, and Pontius like, what's he done deserve all this and be put to death? Well, he, he, he said he's a king. Uh, uh, he said, he, he's telling people, don't pay tribute to Caesar. And, and even Pontius Pilate like, I, okay, even after all that, I still don't, okay, I don't see no fault. That's really a death. He's getting all the Jews from Galilee to here, throughout the whole country of Israel, to to come against the Romans. They're laying this shit on. And again, can we take an example of this? When we are doing the right thing according to what the Bible says and being talked shit about, when we are living what the Bible says, not doing our own thing and trying to find a scripture to prove, well, see, even in, in the scriptures, I'm right. Fuck that. No. Before I do something stupid, before I do anything, I'm already counseling. I'm already communicating. I'm doing nothing without advice. Before I do something to make sure it is lined up in the scriptures and it's not just me doing me. This is what Christ is doing. Pontius peep this. From there, Let's go to Matthew chapter 27. Go back to Matthew 27 now. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 27, and we're going to pick up at verse 11. Now we're going to Matthew chapter 27, and we're going to pick up at verse 11. We're going to read 11 through 14. Come Matthew chapter 27 and verse 11 reads, And Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus said unto him, Thou sayest. Okay, you, you said it. Now remember, if you just if you've been beaten down from a band of soldiers that was from six hundred to a thousand, you think these niggas didn't knock Christ's teeth loose? You think his eyes weren't swollen shut? You think his jaw what what wasn't swelled up? I hope we ain't got that image in mind that it's that white image of Jesus. Is Matthew McConaughey with a beard, and he's just standing there holding a trisket uh, with his hands in front of him. This is a black man who was beat up by niggas, now being brought in front of a white man, a white governor, Pontius Pilate. Reading on. God. 
And when he was accused of the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. When they was accusing him, he turned to him and said, that's bullshit. And when he was accused of the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Y'all know y'all full of shit? He answered nothing. No, forget, F that. They, they talk bad about me. He answered nothing. No, put some respect on my I'm going, I got to say something. He answered nothing. They're talking about me. He answered nothing. What, what, re- reason I'm stressing this is for the thoughts that will hit that hits a person. I ain't gonna say normal people. Thoughts that hit a person, they're lying to me, so I have to say something. They're making me look bad. He answered nothing. I got. I've got to. I got to go and let them know I'm not the one. I see you. I see what y'all doing. Y'all are lying. You know what? Y'all said it about me. What about when you did this? How about when you did that? How about when, hold on. Y'all want to try to bring all this stuff about me? You think I ain't got nothing on y'all? Oh, this this what it is? Oh, you talking shit? So now if I talk shit about you, let's see how you feel about it. Oh, we're we're playing the dozens? Let's play the dozens then, nigga. Let me make sure I bring some of your shit out. Let me attack back. Because mama said knock you out, I guess. I ain't no punk. I ain't no bitch. I'm a man, goddammit. You put some respect on my name. Y'all know y'all lying. And y'all lying in front of this man here? In front of this white man? In front of this governor? Really? And when he was accused of the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. And again, brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm going at this. Knowing that Christ is the measure that I'm supposed to be measuring myself up against, let somebody accuse me of something. I'll tell you all right now, I'm the first one to come out of my mouth with some sarcastic, snide, uh, cynical shit. I'm the first one that, that will let it be known. I will shoot you that look. I might not say, might not say anything with my mouth, but I'm going to shoot you a look that motherfucker. I'm going to get you after this. And I could and have done many times, well, I'm a man. I'm a man. Ain't this what any normal man would do? Yeah, a normal beastly-ass man, a normal carnal-ass man, a normal I'm not thinking about what God wants-ass man. A man who ain't got no thought about Christ in his mind, ass man. Yeah. A man who ain't got no conscience towards God or the most high type of man, 
but has to say something. And mind you, all these are temptations to make Christ use his power. All this is happening so that Christ will finally go ahead and snap. That this is pressing those nerves, of nerves that he was already trying to put down, that he was already fighting with, wrestling with, not to, not to take matters into his own hands, not to get emotional or effeminate, This was this was designed to make him snap. The same thoughts we get. Y'all must want me to lose my mind. Keep effing with me. You gonna say one more word? I'm I'm about to go off on your ass. I've been patient this whole time. I've been enjoying this shit. I'm 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 I'm, I'm effing tired. I've been going. I've been up all fucking day. I've been all night. I've been stressed out. I've been going through this, and y'all can come with this right now. Say one more thing. Let your black ass say one more thing and watch what I do. Y'all want me to go off. Y'all know what y'all saying hurts. I've healed y'all. I've helped y'all. I have dedicated my life to this community, to this nation. Literally dedicated my life. Y'all ain't seen me with no wife and kids. Do I make sure I built my house up? I got my little comfort thing going on. It's just me and my boo. Y'all ain't seen me live that type of life. Y'all saw me every day at the temple and singing, teaching or healing. Y'all saw me have the disciples give away their food to feed everybody. And now y'all, y'all coming with this? All this was designed is Christ going to choose to go off on his emotions? Is Christ going to please himself? Reading on. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 27 and verse 12 reads. We're in 13. In 13, sorry. In 13. Then said Pilate unto him, Hearest thou not how many things they witness against thee? To where even Pilate was like, man, you don't hear all this? How long and how passionate were, were these chief priests and elders? These black men, how eloquent were they in painting this picture about how, how low down and how wrong and how evil Christ was? How creative were they? I, 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 what just flashed in my mind, how creative was Johnny Cochran that Johnny Cochran can get four Los Angeles policemen found not guilty when the videotape clearly shows them Beating down Rodney King. This man is so creative and so good with his tongue, so, so, so smooth-tongued. 
he gets these men found not guilty? Going all the way back to the Rodney King incident. He's so smooth tongue, he comes back. It's glove don't quit. You must have quit. And gets OJ freed from double murder? How slick tongue can our people get? How convincing can we be? To where Pilate's like, you're not going to say anything about this? About how much they're talking? Tell me that if somebody, that if, if you're the one, if, we put, if I put myself in Christ's shoes, and I'm being accused by the chief priests and the elders, and they, they landed on thick as molasses and honey and peanut, all, peanut butter all mixed together. They landed on thick. To where this white man, Pilate, says, you, you don't hear everything they're saying? You ain't going to say nothing? How much, how much would that have just been all you needed? How much I would have needed to now go to hell off? That even the white man, the authority, the white man is like, this is crazy. You going to let them talk that much stuff about you? And how many times, do, that's the white man saying it. How many times do we be in situations, let somebody say, they gonna, you going to let them talk about you like that? Oh, nigga. You going to let them say that about you? And you ain't going to do nothing? And for the sense of my own justice, the sense of some type of street justice, the sense of some type of justice that had nothing to do with the Most High Christ, I feel I feel right that I struck back. I struck out. I did something. But that that's not what Christ did. That was not his reaction. But we can best believe that's what he wanted to do. Believe that. <laughs> How do we say? Uh, everything I love. These niggas is talking greasy. <laughs> That's that, that slick talk that you're talking about. Greasy. Cut. We talk greasy. Verse 14. Con, Matthew chapter 27 and verse 14 reads, And he answered him to never a word, insomuch that the governor marveled greatly. That even after Pontius was like, you going to let them say talk all this? That didn't even get Christ to, to, to feed to his own emotions. Because if Christ would have said something, if it was me, all it would take is for me to start saying one word, two words, three words, and for you know that, that's, that would just be adding fuel to the fire, and I would have been going off. What kind of discipline did Christ show not to, not to say anything, not to feed into anything? From there, let's go to Mark chapter 15, verses 1 through 5. Now we're going to get Mark's depiction or perspective of the same, of, of, of the same thing, what's going on, what's happening. Now we're, going to go, now we're going to the book of Mark chapter 15, verses 1 through 5. <clears throat> go ahead. 
Mark chapter 15, starting at verse 1, reads, And straightway in the morning the chief priests held a a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council, and bound Jesus and carried him away and delivered him to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Art thou the king of the Jews? And he answering said unto him, Thou sayest it. And the chief, we, we're seeing this, that, that the same two, two, three words were said in, in every, <laughs> so far in every account. Thou sayest, thou sayest, thou sayest. That one lets me know how, how little Christ said anything. How, how little Christ had to defend himself. Because these niggas is talking shit. Yeah, they're talking junk. Yeah. It's about to put him to, this leading to his death. But this is the example Christ left that and remember, this is the example he left for us, his disciples. Reading on. Verse three. Con and the chief priest accused him of many things. But he answered nothing. And Pilate asked him again, saying, Answerest thou nothing? Are you really going to say nothing to all this? Behold, how many things they witness against thee. But Jesus yet answered nothing, so that Pilate marveled. Again, put me in the same situation, and what would it take for one person to say, you let them get away with that? Let, let, come on, we talk about our people. Let one, ooh. <laughs> what, what, what's, what's that ooh mean, Gabar? <laughs> you know, it, it, in the spirit, it's, it's saying, ooh, you, you, you don't let him get away with that. Or, uh, you know, ooh. Oh, yeah, or, or that grunt. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or 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 the other the other response that you hear like in the crowd, damn. Right, right, right. <laughs> or to see that that person that's looking off, and they get that open mouth to the side, and they get their, their fingers over their mouth, like. <gasps> Um, that from that little bit there, how many people have, have, have lost it behind that right there because I'm being embarrassed. I'm being made fun of. You're going to look at me a certain way. I have to defend myself. Yeah, with us, that would have sparked definitely, uh, oh, hell no. <laughs> That's what it would have been. It wouldn't have been thou sayest it. It would have been, oh hell no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't do none of this shit. We we, we taking a good shirt off. Can I want to get my shirt dirty? Yeah. <laughs> Here, hold my watch. 
Hold, hold my necklaces. <laughs> For the women, let me have my. Let me let me, let me, let me take my six shoes. <laughs> For the women, let me get my, my Vaseline. Let me let me grease up my ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take these earrings off so you don't rip my rip rip, rip my earlobe again. Because it's a, we we better get this we better get it on. Because I'm a and, and and why would we do it? Because I'm a real nigga. I don't let nobody talk about me like that. You know what? You might whoop my ass, but at least you can know you was in a fight. You're going to learn some respect. That's the things we do now. Obviously, this is what was done back then also. There ain't nothing new under the sun. And before it goes there, remember, this is not me on some Martin Luther King type hype about the white man. Remember, Christ was going through this in in front of niggas. I'm not going over this on some, oh, you just want to support the white man. Oh, you just down with the white man. Christ was doing this first because of niggas. The white soldiers ain't nowhere near this right now. This ain't got shit to do with the white Roman centurions, the white Roman police. They ain't got shit to do with them right now. We're, this is all being done from niggas. From there, let's go to St. John chapter 19. Let's go to St. John chapter 19, verses 1 through 15. And remember, all the disciples then bolted at this time. His whole crew, his entourage, his posse, whatever clique, whatever words we use, they've all abandoned him. He's by his lonesome. He got nobody there to defend him. Nobody got his back. Reading on St. John chapter 19, verse 1. Con. St. <clears throat> John chapter 19, verse 1 reads, Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him. Did y'all hear this? Did y'all read this? He already saw that Christ was innocent. He always said that you ain't going to say nothing. Then Pilate takes Christ and scourges him. This is when the white man finally came in, and now he already received a beating from niggas, the, the Israelite chief priest soldiers. Already received a beating from them, already had his beard off his face, already already uh, was spit on, uh, slapped, double-fisted slaps, you already been through that. Comes from Pilate. Pilate says, I ain't finding nothing wrong. You gonna let them speak all this shit? You ain't saying nothing? 
Then Pilate took, took Jesus, took Yahushai, and scourged him. That's when the Romans came in. That's when you can watch the Passion of the Christ that Mel Gibson did. Verse 2. And the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe and said, Hail, King of the Jews. And they smote him with their hands. This is when now the white Roman soldiers started doing it, but this is long after the niggas already did it. This is long after the niggas already did it. I ain't going to say long after. This is after the niggas already did it. The soldiers, the band of soldiers that came from the chief priests with that sellout nigga Judas, they had already beat on Christ, did these things to Christ, spit on Christ. But for Pilate, Pilate said, I didn't find nothing wrong. The chief priests are going off. The elders and council is going off. To where even Pilate, I mean, you ain't going to say nothing. Then he Christ, has his soldiers scourge him, beat him. Then they, let me keep it, I'm going to put it in this type of perspective. Then these honkies, these crackers, now plant a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And then they put on him a purple robe. And if y'all remember, if y'all read, the, uh, the physician analyzes the, the crucifixion. Remember, from, from that beating that Ketanine tells, where they beat a person on their front and their back, that had little shards of bone in it and little um, uh, metal uh, uh, beads that would literally tenderize the skin. Like, like if you get a, a piece of, of, of meat, a piece of uh, a steak or even a chicken, and you get that, the, the, that kitchen utensil that looks like a small little hammer that's got the, the indentions and, and, uh, on one side and, and like the, the ball on the other side, and you beat that meat until it gets tender, that's what the purpose of the canine tails with the little balls in it. It tenderized meat like that. So that now as, the, as you kept getting beat with that damn thing, then the, the, the bone would then catch the, the – it would shred the, the, the skin, and then that, those bone shards would latch on to the muscle, the skeletal muscle, muscle that was attached to your skeleton, and then it would rip the muscle off your bone. So there's a lot of bloodshed. There's a lot of blood. To wrap this purple robe around him so that this blood now coagulates on, with all that blood. They beat him to a bloody pulp. Extra. On top of what the niggas already did. Where his skin is literally shredded like hamburger meat. Literally. And then to put this robe on him and to seal it, to, to rub it into his skin, to make sure it, it, there's a good connect. And then later on, they're going to rip it off of him after all that blood coagulates on that robe. This is what he went through. Reading on. Verse 3. Oh. St. John chapter 19 and verse 3 reads And said, Hail, King of the Jews And they smote him with their hands And then they smote him with their hands 
they put a, a mask on him and was hitting him, beating him also like, like the niggas just did. Read. Pilate therefore went forth again and saith unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you, that ye may know that I find no fault in him. And Christ is still innocent. Pilate still said, I, I did this, but I ain't found, I, I ain't, he ain't doing nothing wrong. And all this, guess what Christ still never did? Complained. In all that he meant, he never uttered a threat. He's been beaten by niggas and now crackers. Because his, his conscience is on the most high about enduring grief, suffering wrongfully. Reading on. St. John chapter 19 and verse 5 reads, Then came Jesus forth wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate saith unto them, Behold, the man. Look at, what, look at, look at how, look. Go ahead. When the chief priests, therefore, and officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate saith unto them, Take ye him and crucify him, for I find no fault in him. Y'all do it. I, 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 I find no, no fault. Go ahead. Then the Jews answered him, We no, have a law. No, the Jews, the no, Jews. The Jews. Say, say, say niggas. The Jews. No, I'm asking you to say the word niggas instead of Jews. <laughs> the niggas. Answer him. This, this wasn't uh, Seinfeld. This wasn't um, uh, Paul Rudd. This wasn't Barbara Streisand's husband. This, this wasn't white Jewish people. This was our people in authority. This was us. The chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. This was our people, the Jews. The Jews answered him, we have a law, and by our law, he ought to die, because he made himself the son of the Most High. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was more, he was the more afraid. Even Pilate had more respect, like, oh, shit. What? This cracker had more respect. Y'all niggas. Reading on. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was the more afraid and went again into the judgment hall and saith unto Jesus, Whence art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. Man, who are you? Where you? Man, what is this? What's what's going on? And Christ still didn't say he had faith. He had to plead his case. This man will let me go. This man sees and knows that they're, that they're doing wrong. Let me plead my case for some justice. Christ still didn't answer a word. And again, I'm getting on myself for how many times I I thought I need to say something so I can get some justice. 
I need somebody to be on my side. I need one person to know I'm not a liar. Reading on. Con. Then saith Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? You ain't gonna you ain't gonna talk to me? Go ahead. Knowest thou not, knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee and have power to release thee? Don't you know what, what, what position I'm in? Give me a reason. I, I'll let you go. Just say some, Just say the word. I've got that power. I can even send you to death, or I can go ahead and, and free you. But I, I need something from you. Don't this sound like a, 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 a goddamn lawyer? Con. Reading on. Jesus answered, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore, he that delivered me unto thee have the greater sin. The only reason I'm here is because the most high wanted me here. Listen, don't you 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 don't have the power to do this. I could have been stopped this. I know I'm here being tested. But the the one the one who, who, who sold me out, he had the greater sin, not not you. You just a pawn in all this. Verse twelve. Con. And from thenceforth, Pilate sought to release him. And from that point, Pilate was trying to release Christ. Go ahead. But the Jews cried the out. But the niggas cried out, saying, If thou let this man go, thou art not Caesar's friend. If that ain't our people trying to find something, to, 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 I got some on you. I'm a, we're going to blackmail you? Reading on. Whosoever maketh himself a king speaketh against Caesar. When, the, when Pilate therefore heard that saying, he brought Jesus forth and sat down in the judgment seat in a place that is called the pavement. But in the Hebrew, Gabbatha. And it was the preparation of the Passover and about the sixth hour, and he saith unto the Jews, Behold. So, it was about the six, so for, for it to be about the sixth hour, that would be 12 noon. So they've had Christ there in front of Pilate from the morning when the sun just came up, and Christ is having to go through all the accusations, all these beatings, and everything he's going through. For six hours. It's about noontime now. That's what the sixth hour is. The sixth hour is around noontime. Reading on. And he saith unto the Jews, Behold, your king. But they cried out, Away with him. Away with him. Crucify him. Pilate saith unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, we have no king but Caesar. If this ain't our people, if this ain't our people, let's go to Luke 
chapter 23, verses 6 through 17. Con. Um, just real quick. Um, yeah. Did you not want to go all the way through 19? Because we're, we're stopping at 15. So we're, we're in John chapter 19, verses 1 through 15. 1 through 15, okay. Con. So the next. The next one, I'm sorry. Sorry, please. Uh, Luke chapter 23, verses 6 through 17. Con. Luke chapter 23, starting at verse 6, reads, When Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked whether the man were a Galilean. And as soon as he knew that he belonged unto Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, whom himself also was at Jerusalem at that time. So here, so Pilate's finding well, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this. You're from Galilee. You know what? Then Herod's got to deal with you. And Herod at, at that time was visiting Jerusalem at that time also. Man, get, I'm not dealing with this. Y'all are Jews. Herod is the king of the Jews. Hey, send the Herod. I'm, I'm cool. I'm done with this. We're reading on. Reading on. Con. And when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding glad, for he was desirous to see him of a long season, because he had heard many things of him, and he hoped to have seen some miracle done by him. Then he questioned with him in many words, but he answered him nothing. And again, here Herod is and asking these questions, and Christ ain't said nothing. Christ has already been beaten by the soldiers, beaten bloody by the soldiers, uh, Israelite soldiers, by the pilot, beaten and punished and scourged by Pilate, then he sent to Herod, and he still didn't say anything. Reading on. On Luke chapter 23 and verse 10 reads, And the chief priests and scribes stood and vehemently accused him. Vehemently accused him. Go ahead. And Herod, with his men of war, Set him at naught, and mocked him, and arrayed him in a gorgeous robe, and sent him again to Pilate. So, so what did Herod's soldiers do? Set him at naught, and mocked him, and arrayed him in a gorgeous robe, and sent him again to Pilate. They beat on him some more, mocking him. And I'll send him back to Pilate. I know by this time it was me. The whole thought process would have been, how much abuse can a nigga take? I've just got to take matters in my own hands. That would have been my thought process. That would have been my mind, but that's not the mind of Christ. Reading on. Luke chapter 23 and verse 12 reads, And the same day Pilate and Herod were made friends together. 
for before they were at enmity between themselves. When it came to dealing with Christ, these two Edomites white boys that were enemies actually now became friends. Verse 13. And Pilate, when he had called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people, said unto them, Ye have brought this man unto me as one that perverted the people. And behold, I having examined him before you, y'all saw, found... saw me torture this man. Y'all seen this. Go ahead. I, having examined him before you, have found no fault in this man touching those things wherefore ye, ye accuse him. No, nor yet Herod, for I sent you to him, and lo, nothing worthy of death is done unto him. And even Herod didn't find anything. Herod examined him, mocked him, scourged him. Herod didn't find nothing worthy of death. And now he's back here and on my doorsteps. What are y'all doing? Reading on. I will therefore chastise him and release him. For of necessity, he must release one unto them at the feast. I, uh, now we're going to jump down to verse 18. But well, read 18 to 25. Con. And they cried out all at once, saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas, who for a certain sedition made in the city and for murder was cast into prison. Pilate, therefore, willing to release Jesus, spake again to them. But they cried, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. And he said unto them the third time, Why? What evil hath he done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chastise him and let him go. Now, here these chief priests and elders, it's supposed to be so much about the law, that that's why they want Christ put to death because he called himself a king, called himself the son of God. He blasphemed, so that's why he got to be put to death. So Pilate even trying to reason with these niggas. Look. You, I, let me release Christ or there's Barabbas. Now, Barabbas is a murderer. What is the law against somebody who commits murder? Okay. If we're going to be righteous. <laughs> if it's about us keeping God's law and being right with God. Somebody who commits murder, his life must be took. They found nothing wrong that they can say about, about Jesus according to the law, and now according to your own law, here's a murderer. So should I release the murderer or release Christ? What what, what did the niggas do? But they tried saying. What did these chief priests, these chief priests, these elders, these black people, what did these niggas do? Let Barabbas go. But I thought y'all was about God's righteousness. That's why y'all brought him here. That he blasphemed. So from black, he's supposed to be put to death because he blasphemed. Here's somebody who was a convicted felon, a murderer. 
We're supposed to release somebody, release the murderer or release Christ. We ain't, ain't did nothing. And the conspiracy was so strong, they cried out to release the murderer. So if we're talking about no justice, if we're talking about no no defense, then now a murderer gets released who should have been put to death, and a man who ain't been found guilty by, by Pilate, not been guilty, found guilty by Herod, who ain't been found guilty at all, who should be let go, y'all choose not to let him go, but let a murderer go? Reading on. Con. Verse 22. Con. Luke chapter 23 and verse 22 reads, And he said unto them the third time, Why? What evil hath he done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chastise him and let him go. And they were instant with loud voices requiring that he might be crucified, and the voices of them and of the chief priests prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they required, and he released unto them him that for sedition and murder was cast into prison, whom they had desired. But he delivered Jesus to their will. Now, this is this is him. Also, what was Barabbas guilty of in verse twenty-five? He was uh, guilty of the sedition and murder, for sedition ain't and murder. Ain't a sedition causing riots? Kyle, ain't this what they was accusing Christ of of doing? Kyle. So no, kill Christ because he's blaspheming. Comes of the king of, of uh, uh, the king of the Jews, the the son of God, and he's rising up Jews to rise up against the Roman Empire. Wouldn't that be sedition? But they find no evidence about Christ saying or doing these things. But somebody convicted of actually causing sedition and murder, they free him. If I was in Christ's shoes, don't you think that that was something I would feel with, I would have the, an obligation I had to bring out? You know, just in, 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 again, finding blame, find, finding more to, 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 to get me off the hook, to show how evil y'all are, to show how much of a hypocrite y'all are. But did Christ say anything? No. Let's go to Mark. Let's go back to Mark chapter 15, uh, verses 6 through uh, 6 through 15. Mark chapter 15, verses 6 through 15. Mark chapter 15, starting at verse 6. Now at that feast, he released unto them one prisoner, whomsoever they desired. And 
there was one named Barabbas, which lay bound with them that had made insurrection with him, who had committed murder in the insurrection. And the multitude crying aloud began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. But Pilate answered them, saying, Will ye that I release unto you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priests had delivered him for envy. The chief priests moved the people that he should rather release Barabbas unto them. And Pilate answered and said again unto them, What will ye then that I shall do unto him whom ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him. Then Pilate said unto them, Why? What evil hath he done? And they cried out the more exceedingly, Crucify him. And so Pilate, willing to content the people, released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. Let's go to Matthew chapter 27, verses 15 through 23. Let's go to Matthew chapter 27, verses 15 through 23 now. We're just getting the different accounts. Well, we'll, we'll, I just want to go through right now and get the different accounts from, from the different prophets um, of, of, of the, from the different perspectives to try to help us get this full picture. Uh, Matthew chapter 27, verses 15 through 23. God, Matthew uh, chapter 27, verse 15 reads, Now at the feast... At that feast, the governor was wont to release unto the people a prisoner whom they would, and they had then a notable prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ? For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. When he was set down on the judgment seat, his wife sent unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said unto them, Whether of the twain will ye that I release unto you. They said, Barabbas. Pilate saith unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, Let him be crucified. And the governor said, Why? What evil hath he done? But they cried out the more, saying, Let him be crucified. All right, um, jump down to verse 24. Well, keep reading, keep reading. We're going to read uh, 24 through 26. Con. Uh, Matthew chapter 27 and verse 24 reads, When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. 
Then answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. For, for us to come back and yell this, just not this, 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 this thing out. His blood be on us and on our children. Well, we come back and look at like Emmett Till, Trayvon Martin. We come back and look at how uh, some of the atrocities that have happened to to our people in in, in our in our childhood, the, the the violence that we've been subject to, the uh, the abuse that we've been subject to. You know, was never taught in church. Matthew chapter twenty-seven and verse twenty-five. Then answered all the people and said, "His blood be on us and on our children." Pilate said, "What? I am innocent of the blood of this just person." And we're not going to go into the details of this. I, I do want to pull the commentary up on, on this right here, but we're not going to. But when you go into the commentary with, with that saying, what, what this whole act that that, um, that uh, Pontius Pilate does, he wasn't doing it to like like to absolve himself. He was doing it following Jewish the Israelite custom that if somebody was found dead in a city or between two cities, and nobody saw who who did it that the elders of, of those two cities would come together and they would wash their hands over that place where the body was found, saying that we are clean of the blood of this innocent person, that we none of us knew or had anything to do with this death. So Pilate was actually repeating an Israelite law, an Israelite custom that Israelites was doing. I'm washing my hands of this. Y'all do it. Y'all do it. This is on y'all. Trying to, again, spark them like, hold up. I done beat this man. Y'all beat him for sure. I beat him. Didn't find nothing wrong. Send him to Herod. Herod got him. Herod beat him. Send him back. I'm going to beat him again. I don't see. He did nothing worthy of death. But y'all about to cause a riot. Y'all about to really tear, tear this city up. And just trying to destroy this man. Hold up. Even before you do that, you know what? Since y'all about the law and y'all being all righteous, shot free unto you Barabbas or this innocent man? Barabbas who is known to cause insurrections and even kill somebody. Since y'all about justice, free Barabbas or free this man? Free Barabbas, kill Christ. Destroy Christ. Damn, y'all, y'all are really – I I wash my hands of this. This on y'all. And what did our big mouth say? Then answered Matthew chapter 27, verse 25. Then answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Anybody remember Christ saying, Every idle word that comes out your mouth, you can be judged by? Fine. You shall. But no, we got to be the victims, right? 
No, it's just the, 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 the white man's just the devil, right? Come on now. But we Christians? We really are following Christ, huh? Uh, Jeb's out of verse 32. 32 through 34. Actually, no, 32 through 44. 44. All right. Matthew you know, 26. It's, it's, it's going on two and a half hours. Uh. We're going to finish this. We're going to finish it. We're going to finish this reading. <coughs> Uh, Matthew chapter 27, verses 32 through 44. You see, right. we can read kind of quick. I'm going to get through this, and we got a little bit more to read. But we're going to go ahead and get through all this. So now let's actually right. deal with now the crucifixion. So now we're at Matthew chapter 27. We're going to read 32 through 44. Go ahead. Right. And as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. Him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they would come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull. They gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. Now, I didn't go into, I didn't go into the research and the history with this. But when you research uh, the vinegar uh, mixed with gall, that was like a pain, a, 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 a pain relief. It, it was, it was uh, uh, what do you call that damn thing? Um, like 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 a sedative, but it, it was it was a pain reliever. Come And Christ rejected it because he wanted to keep his wits about him. He didn't want to get to the point where now, because of everything he'd been going through and everything he had been suffering, that now he's going to lose it. So this is why he rejected the vinegar with the gall, because again it was that it was that that uh, again it was a pain reliever. It was it was a, a, a hallucinogen, and he didn't want to hit his mind. To, be, to slip so that he would go ahead now and just cater to from all the pain, all the pressure, all the agony, all the distress, whatever he was going through, having to now get nailed to the cross, carrying that damn crossbeam. And it said that crossbeam weighed about anywhere from 120 to 150 pounds. After going and the, the beatings and the tortures that he's been going through all night long, from being in front of, 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 of Pilate at 12 noon, Back and forth to Herod, being beaten and then taken to and nailed to the cross. We know he was nailed to the cross around 3 p.m. in the afternoon, going through it. So when he rejected the vinegar and the gall, it was like, how many times we ourselves? Not that it's a sin, but we're going through so much shit. We're like, man, I just need a drink. So that now we can do what the Jamie Foxx song, blame it on the alcohol. Now I can blame it on the alcohol. Christ rejected it. Reading on, verse 35. Time. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. That goes to Psalm chapter 22. Go ahead. 
And sitting down, they watched him there and set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and another on the left. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads. And and verse 39, and they that passed by did what? Reviled him. Let me catch up with this. Where are we at? We're in um, Matthew chapter 27 and verse verse 39. I'm going to get this on my computer. So I can look at this word reviled one more time if if it's going to give it to me. Matthew what? Matthew chapter 27 and verse 39. I, uh, for revile, I got reproached, uh, treated with uh, with uprightness or contemptuous language. They was talking cash shit. Again, Israelites talking cash shit. Let me do this. Let me do this. Gabar, go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 11 and 12 while I look at the definition. Hold where we're at, we'll come right back to it. But Matthew uh-huh. chapter 5, verse 11 to 12. Uh-huh. Matthew chapter 5, starting at verse 11, reads, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. So Christ, Christ talked it, but now we see Christ is walking it. Going back to Matthew, chapter 27, verse 39. Huh. Matthew chapter 27 and verse 39 reads and they passed by and they that passed by reviled him wagging their heads if you can't tell this is black people talking cash shit and shaking their heads ain't that ain't that an emoji smd SMDH? I believe. I believe. Uh, Shaking my damn head. Shaking my damn head. Reading, this is black people, our people. Reading on. Con, Matthew chapter 27 and verse 40 reads, And saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, Save thyself, if thou be the son of the Most High, come down from the cross. Ain't this similar to what Satan did when he first started his ministry? When Satan tempted him, if you really are the son of the Most High, then do this. If you really are, 
then take matters in your own hands. Take power in your own hands. Now, how tired and exhausted do you think Christ has been? He's been up all day, all night, getting getting beat down from the 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 chief free soldiers, getting to to from uh, Annas to Caiaphas, Caiaphas to Pilate to Herod, back to Pilate, beaten again, and then how exhausted do you think this man was? How how much physical drama trauma has he already suffered? And remember, I didn't I didn't go over this today, but remember that walk from the judgment hall to uh, the place of crucifixion was a third of a mile, not a quarter mile, a third of a mile. A third of a mile is longer than a quarter of a mile. For the, those of y'all on track, you know, one time around uh, 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 the track, that's a quarter of a mile. So take that whole quarter of a mile. And then add like like maybe a half of a, a, a turn, that would be a third of a mile that Christ had to carry that cross beam that weighed anywhere from 100 to 150 pounds. He had to carry that. He needed help. How wore out and physically and mentally exhausted do you think Christ was? And now he's on the cross, been nailed to the cross between his wrist and on each side of his ankles. And he's up here, and people have the audacity, and this ain't white people, this is our people. We have the audacity to walk by him talking shit. Reading on, verse 41. Likewise, also the chief priests mocking him with the scribes and elders said, he saved others, himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in the Most High. He trusted in the Most High. Let him deliver him now. If he will, if he will have him, for he said, "I am the Son of the Most High." The thieves also, which were crucified with him, the same in his teeth. Now, uh, uh, let's go to Mark chapter 15, verses 25 through 32. Mark chapter 15, verses 25 through 32. Mark chapter 15 verse 25 reads and it was the third hour and they crucified him so again like we were saying from the sixth hour which is 12 noon to the third hour is three in the afternoon he's now he's crucified go ahead and it was the third hour and they crucified him and the and the superscription of his accusation was written over the king of the Jews and with him they crucified thieves, the one on his right hand and the other on his left. And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, 
and he was numbered with the transgressors. And they that passed by railed on him, wagging their heads, and saying, Ah, thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself and come down from the cross. Likewise also the thief, or likewise also the chief priest, mocking, said among themselves with the scribes, He saved others, himself he cannot save. Let Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross, that we may see and believe. And they that were crucified with him reviled him. Now, I know from what TV and church and, and media shows, they always got Christ like on like a 12-foot high-ass cross or, 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 or higher. In doing the research, and I believe we went over this in another class in dealing with the crucifixion of Christ, uh, which is a part of the series. Because that cross beam weighed so much, if if Christ was hung up on, on like a 12-foot cross, you know how heavy that would have been trying to pick that up? You've got this body nailed to the cross, and now you're going to pull this damn thing up? That that's not how it that's not that's that, that that's that's an unrealistic um, portrayal of how the cross was. The cross was about eye level because you had to pick this man and this crossbeam up and then place it uh, on the uh, the pillar that the crossbeam sat upon. Wasn't nobody going to try and do all that extra work going up no 12-foot high? It was right around six, seven foot, so it was eye level. So now imagine somebody walking by. I'm bringing this out so that it's more understood that Christ went up so high just looking down and people talking cash shit. No, they were eye level with the man. Able looking him right in his eye talking this shit. Not like it was a distance, like 12 foot high, so we can't see the bruises. We can't see the, the, the stripes of, 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 of from what everybody did. His face was more disfigured than anybody else's. The crown of thorns. The cramps that would hit Christ, that it said it pulled joints out of place. He's right at eye level. His face is at eye level. So when that cramp was hit, you could see the contortion the best you could in his disfigured face. The nails that had been nailed into his wrists. You could see him struggling to breathe, breathe out air. The rough, splintery wood that was the cross beam and the cross that he would have to rub his body up against in order to breathe.
He was right there at eye level. That the crucifixion was the most disrespectful and embarrassing and most painful way of being put to death at the Romans' fingertips. That's why they chose crucifixion. That they could, people could look you right in your face and you could look them right in their face and there ain't shit you can do about it. We know this went on for at least three hours. And we've already been over this, the, the, the next part. We're not going to read it today. We've already been over the part about him actually being crucified um, and finally, you know, screaming out, Father, why has thou forsaken me? And they come back and actually saying, Father, forgive them. They, know, they don't know what they're doing. And finally, it's finished. It's done. And he gave up the spirit. We've already, we've already been over that. We've covered that. And, and, and this... 15-part series, we were, we already covered that. We just came back and filled in some of the in-betweens. About it being necessary for us to look at and examine and believe on Christ as the scripture said. That when I'm sitting here on my high horse just talking about how distressed I am, how, how exhausted I am, how tired I am. How, so I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to get drunk. So if whatever I do, you can't blame me. You can't hold me accountable. And I'm just a man. Ain't that what any other man would do? Christ died for to take away our sins. Take away our sins is how you take away your sin? You choose better. Christ died to give us a choice not to choose to do sin. You can't take away sin. But you can show somebody how to not choose sin. How to deny themselves. And that's gonna be the last scripture we're gonna deal with today as far as this podcast. Um, uh, the scripture I want, I need, come on, is, um, let's go to, uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 24. Read. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. I don't know how much more plain and clear can get. And when he had called the people with him, with his disciples, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Are we following? Am I 
following the footsteps of Christ. Am I really denying myself? Am I taking up my cross like Christ took up his cross? And denying myself, and Christ had the power to stop it the whole time. He could let his rage take over. He could let his anger take over. He could let the excuse of, I'm just mentally exhausted, I, I, I slipped. He could have. I'm going to tell you all right now, brothers and sisters, even right now, I'm, I'm fighting a lot of vices in my head that want to want to come at me right now. I'm going to tell you all right now, there's a war going on in, in my head right now of wanting to run for some comfort, wanting to deal with some ease, and having to face and look at what Christ went through. I want, I want to escape bad and use the same excuses I'm just a man. I've been through so much. I'm going, I got so much on my mind that I just, I needed some me time. I need to ease my head. But if I do that, am I following Christ? And am I preparing myself for what's to come? Am I rehearsing that when things get hard, get uh, I'm going through some anguish, I'm going through stress, that I'm training myself, I'm rehearsing to always go look for some type of comfort? Or am I actually following the footsteps of Christ? How did Christ deal with distress? Deal with, deal with the uh, the anguish. How did Christ deal with the exhaustion? And as I met, as I read that and I study that, I got to put that on more. It, it's convenient to be able to come back and say. Well, Christ was a wine bibber, so I, I can be a wine bibber. It's convenient to say, well, it's the holy herb. It, it's from the earth. That's a little bit too convenient. Not even saying that it, those are sins, but that's a little bit too convenient. Brother Gabbard, I'm going to end this fast right here at this. Any 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 epiphanies? Understand you want to, anything you want to share or uh, uh, what, what you got from from today's class? Please, brother, do it, do so at this time. Um, Todd, just um, I got the the, the the very clear and thorough thorough understanding on <clears throat> what 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 the mind of Christ truly, truly is. Um,
the mind of Christ is to do exactly what is in first Peter, um, the, the scripture that you started with. The mind of Christ is 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 thankworthy, thankworthy to do well in all this because all, all of the all of the uh, beatings and verbal abuse, um, the the slander, everything that we did. The the whole time he stayed. He stayed focused in, you know, stayed focused on thinking about himself and the pain that he was going through and not taking that, um, taking that excuse that look what they're, look what they're doing to me. He never answered. Even when it came to him being released. He still he still said he said nothing. That's what makes the the, the, the edification or the understanding on First Peter um, two and nineteen. For this is thankworthy. For that is thankworthy. For Christ, the mind of Christ is what is thankworthy and acceptable unto the Most High. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Con, 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 con. Food for thought, food for thought, food for definitely thought. All right. Um, yeah, but then I, we're going to end today's class, brothers and sisters. Um, uh, well, I, I need to get one more. I, I feel like I need one more. First uh, Corinthians 4 and 12. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 12. First Corinthians chapter four and verse twelve. First Corinthians chapter four and verse twelve reads, "And labor, working with our own hands, That's being right. revived." I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First Corinthians ten thirteen. Ten thirteen. Ten thirteen. I called the number one. First Corinthians chapter ten verse thirteen. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13 reads, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But the Most High is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. When I read that scripture, I understand that. When I read that scripture, I understand that the Most High is going to give us anything that we can't handle. The Most High is faithful that He will not give us something that we can't handle, that He believes that we can't handle. Just like I'm sure that when Christ got to this point, that the Most High had been working with Christ, um, His Spirit, and Christ having to fight and wrestle with temptations. That Christ got built up to the point where he can handle this, where he could 
choose to handle uh, the thing he's going through. And for us as well, that if we come back and look at the afflictions and the things that we go through, that this is still a part of the Most High's love and this is still a part of the Most High's mercy, that he's given us a chance to experience a lot of these things so that our faith in him can grow, so that we can handle the things that are being brought to us. That if we take hold of studying, we take hold of the application, we take hold of, of, of really trying to, to commit ourselves to the measure of Christ as we're faced with adversity, as we're faced with, with afflictions, as we're faced with uh, um, the things that we're going through, that it's making us stronger. You know, kind of like this, the phrase that says that whatever doesn't kill me makes me stronger, that the things that the Most High has us go through, it really is to make us stronger. It really is to make our faith stronger in order to endure, in order to overcome, in order to, 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 to get it. That, that's still his mercy. Uh, last one, First Peter 4.13. First Peter chapter four and verse thirteen. First Peter chapter four and verse thirteen reads <clears throat> But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. For real, that we might rejoice in as much as we are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, then we may be glad also with exceeding joy. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7. Second Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 7 reads, And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. That it's not just about us suffering for the sake of the suffering, but our hope is to be steadfast, knowing that we are partakers of the sufferings. As we're partakers of the sufferings, we're also going to partake in the consolation, in the reward, in, in the kingdom of heaven. In Christ's kingdom, in the Most High's kingdom, that is not for nothing. That is not for nothing that we're going through this for something. Christ went through it to sit on the right hand of the power of the Most High. We are going to fight and endure and keep going through, knowing that this is meant to build up our faith, build up our spirits to go through these things so that we can also receive the consolation. That we can be partakers in the kingdom of the Most High. And I gotta get this one also. You know, just think about it. Um, uh, Proverbs chapter twenty-four, verse sixteen. Proverbs chapter twenty-four, and verse sixteen reads: For a just man falleth seven times, and riseth up again. 
but the wicked shall fail or fall into mischief. So a just, a just man is going to fall seven times, but he keeps rising up. That ju- a just man is going to fall seven times, but it's going to keep getting back up. But the wicked is just going to give up. I'm going to be here with this. I'm going to be showing this about myself, and I'm just going to give up. That's what a wicked person does. But a just person is going to, is, and, and as we're trying, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to fall. But that just man is going to get back up and try and keep, and it's going to keep going. Keep working on it. Keep working on it. Keep working on it. So I just want to make sure I don't leave this on, on such a, a, a note of condemnation. That's not the purpose of, of this class, just to be con- condemned as much as it is a reflection. How much work we really got to do. Not to scare anybody off, not to offend anybody, but we got a lot of work. We got a lot of pollution. We have a lot of mental and spiritual pollution that, that needs to be cleansed, that we need to, be, that we need to work on. Uh, in preparing for Christ to come and the, the kingdom of God, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. All right? Uh, so with that, brothers and sisters, I am going to end today's class. Um, if you have any questions about today's class, uh, please text me, area code 210 uh, Hit me up. Uh, text me first, please. Text me first. I'll be glad to um, uh, get back with you and everything. Uh, uh, tonight is Thursday. So please check out ISBHBK Norfolk on Facebook or ISBHBK Rochester on YouTube with Priest Zion Allah on YouTube tonight. Um, and then catch us for Blog Talk tomorrow evening with Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with Bonabad from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right? Goodbye. Uh, anything, anything at all. Um. I'm 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 good. Um, I, I I think uh, today's class was very very thorough, very very thorough, and uh, I'm 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 full. <laughs> I, I'm 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 full. But, cool. Uh, awesome. All right. So that uh, my name is Mashaba. My name is Gabar Kawah. And for ISBHBK Bible Talk. We would like to say shalom.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.